The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! There is my friend Aaron. Yeah. I, I'm, I hate everything right now. Yeah, well. I'm so... You gotta get over it. Fucking blackpilled right now. I'm so fucking doomer about everything right now. I'm, I'm sorry, you are blackpilled. Yeah. Okay. Have you heard that phrase before? I have. Okay. I have. Um, for those who don't know... Matrix, red pill, blue pill, black pill is when you just take the pill and <laughs> want everything to disappear. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it, God, this last couple of weeks. I, we try to come in here and we always talk beforehand. There's a lot of bullshit. There's always a lot of bullshit in the world. But there's always those things where we're like, you know, what about this? What yeah. about that? We're like, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Let's let's grasp on with our fingernails to the cliff of something good. Yeah. And I couldn't find that cliff this week. I am <laughs> I am distraught. I'm despondent. I'm having a hard time driving two blocks without trying to kill everybody in front of me. Sure. This has been a weird span of time where usually I can pull some good oh I saw this good movie or I heard this good song and I listen to all the songs available that are in within the context of what I listen to and they were all trash it was a trash week I'm gonna blame the Supreme Court sure for all of my negative so I'm coming into this guys blackpilled I don't I, I, I it's just hate utter hate yeah I mean Maybe your hate might be misdirected a touch. Well, how's that? If we're going to talk politics for five minutes, which we're going to do. We're going to start it off and then d- just d- divulge. Just, just completely drop like, it. Yeah, we're going to drop it. Right. Um, Mitch McConnell <laughs> is the worst human being maybe in the history of this country. El Tortugo. Yeah. <laughs> I think is what they call him. Yeah. Uh, Tortugo... Uh, denied us as an American populace a chance to review and confirm uh, United States uh, Supreme Court Justice in Merrick Garland. Yeah, who's now our AG, which is awesome because now he has a ton of power. Uh, okay, but... it, we'll talk about that in yeah. a second. Yeah. It'd be awesome if he did something. He, hey, <laughs> I, that maybe that's my bright spot because I have thoughts on that okay. as well. But, so, but you're right. What McConnell I'm saying is no now we've got Amy Coney Barrett. She's a great lady. And uh Brett Kavanaugh who's just super a, guy. Just a sweetie pants. Just a I mean, super oh, guy. Right? Man. Yeah. Loves his family, loves his mom, loves <laughs> beer. 
apparently very much loves beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you see what I'm saying? Like we just there we, we that is the man that cost us a chance to actually have a balanced court. So going back, I think we can say with with pretty much certainty that. If it wasn't for the Electoral College, George Bush wouldn't have gotten a presidency. That's two Supreme Court justices that he won on. He, I mean, we've talked about this before, where the last uh, Republican president that won the popular vote, I think you have to go back to Reagan first term. Um, it's been 40 years since anybody's won the popular vote on the right. Um, they bank on the Electoral College. They stack the deck with gerrymandering, um, knowing full well California has the population of Canada. Yeah. Just to put it in perspective, and the fact that I'm sure North and South Dakota are lovely states. I'm sure they're lovely with lovely people. The fact that North and South Dakota get four senators and California only gets two is obviously the the founding fathers never would have uh, thought that this would be a possibility. So, no, of course not. So, I, I, SCOTUS, who is you know the Supreme Court, United States, the cool kids call it SCOTUS, um, have made decisions over the last two weeks, including putting a fucking uh, a stopgap in what the EPA can do for greenhouse gases which rolls out to a whole ripple in a pond about what we can and can't legislate for the environment. It's also um, said guns are great. Well, let, let's talk about that for yeah, one second. Go, sure. I mean, basically, we had the Green New Deal. It, which was a theory and never been put never forth been put in like, process, as some sort never of actually put in realistic practice. law. Yeah. But they killed that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's dead. It's they dead. killed it. It's dead. One hundred percent. They also, um, obviously, we already know about Roe. We don't need to go into that, um, which we should, like, considering sixty-seven people, sixty-seven percent of people in the United States didn't want that. So they're obviously not not acting in our best interest as a majority, which is a democracy, which goes to speak to the fact that they don't want a democracy, guys. They want an autocracy. They want. They want Saudi Arabia. No, they want a theocracy. Yeah, but I think that that God part is hidden. I think they like to lean on the Jesus, but they don't really believe anything. No, whereas, it's not about that. Nor is like Saudi Arabia. Nor does any other fucking theocracy. They believe in making money based upon true hiding all of their horrible oligarchy behind behind a book religion. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's, no. I mean, Lauren Boebert came out this week. And said, why do we have separation of why church do we, and state? I am tired of hearing about the separation of church and state. The church is supposed to be guiding the state. Right. Which is weird wow. if you look at a third grade history book yeah. and know why the the people that started this country that weren't here originally, we that's a whole different conversation. Well, this whole country was founded, literally founded on the separation of church and state. Bobert's a moron. Uh, I'm glad her restaurant failed. I'm sure they had super 
sick mozzarella sticks, which I'm sorry I never got to try. But if anything, shooters must have had bomb mozzarella sticks. I'm, I'm betting they were. I bet they were phenomenal. Solid. And they had eight different sauces, I'm going to guess. I'm just guessing. I'm going to go eight sauces. This is just me, and this is just my opinion. <laughs> There's only one sauce for mozzarella sticks. Which would be? Marinara. Obviously. Come on. It's Obviously. fucking marinara. Obviously. If you're dipping your mozzarella sticks in honey mustard, you're a you're, bad person. No, you should be FBI watch listed. Yeah. You're yeah. a psychopath. You're a problem. Yeah. Okay. You're a I w- problem. <laughs> what about Guy Fieri's donkey sauce? First of all, I don't know what that is. You're going to have to digress for a moment and tell his me what wife, f- His wife knows what it is. What the fuck is donkey sauce? <laughs> it's, it's like Thousand Island without the chunks. Oh, this. <laughs> I don't know. I've never had it, but that's so wait, how I imagine it. Mayonnaise. And ketchup with MSG. I'm so assuming. So it's fry sauce. It's Yeah, but it's called donkey sauce. Because you know that in the state of Utah, <laughs> since we're on this ridiculous God subject, knows why. The state of Utah created donkey sauce, I guess. Why? Because they've been doing um, ketchup and mayonnaise as a... What they call fry sauce forever. So, and they think they were really cool with that? Or Oh, yeah, yeah. No, mother. White people. <laughs> Dude. From St. George. St. <laughs> <laughs> George is not a great place to live. From no. From St. George to Ogden. Um, <laughs> that is the sauce <laughs> that needs to be reckoned with I is gonna, uh, fry sauce. I am going to quote. It's disgusting. I'm going to quote St. Rex. WPS. <laughs> it's white people shit. White people uh, shit. That is some white people shit. Um, <laughs> guys, we all know we're up against. I'm, yes, I'm doomered. I feel fucking, I'm, I'm really angry. It's hard not to let that bleed out into your life. We come together as brohedrons to get together and try to, we try to right the ship. Sometimes Bobby's, on rung eight and I'm on four. Sometimes I'm on nine and he's on five and we try to get each other up. Sure. And I, I hate to dwell on this, but when I read that Texas as a state put forth legislation to make sure that textbooks in school refer to slavery as involuntary relocation. Wow. Um, I have to understand what I'm looking at right now. Yeah. We are looking at a sea change right now. And I know before it's like, oh, if you do this, then this. I know nobody cares about fucking government, how it works. I'm telling you, the 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 complete removal of rights from half of this country, if that didn't scare you, uh, it, it's going to go deeper. I mentioned gay rights and contraception. This goes so much deeper into what you're about to see when your kid has to stand and kneel for the Pledge of Allegiance or they get kicked out of school. Or they get kicked out. Um, or whether it's um, teachers are going to fucking open carry in school. This is all happening. I have a six-year plan to leave this country. And it's not because of that. It's because I've got my shit I'm doing. But I want to ask you, this, this is funny. We all know... As far as rights are concerned, America, it's kind of hard to beat it. It's It's got some wonderful opportunities. Um, it's got some. It's got an amazing constitution that has its flaws, which is why we're able to ratify it. 
Um, it's not a perfect thing. It's a living, breathing document that should be adjusted and ratified based on the need of what this country is. I have a question for you because it's I, I'm curious what you say. Assuming finances weren't an issue, okay? Say you had a, a nest egg to be able to do whatever you want right now. Where in the world would you live? Central America. Okay. I'm glad they were so fast to say that because most citizens of this country, when asked where it, now granted, if you're an immigrant that have come over and you fought your whole life to come over and you built a life for yourself and I ask you that, you're going to be like, I'm in the place I want to be and I have nothing but love for you. This was a destination for your life because you came from somewhere that was less with less opportunity and human rights. And that's a beautiful thing. That's why this country is so amazing. But when you ask people that were born and raised here where they want to end up living, it's usually on an island in Europe, yep. in Australia. Yep. Why do you think that is? New Zealand. If, why do you think that is? Big one. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Why do you think that is? Why, if you could live anywhere in the world and we were the best thing ever, do you think it's merely you want to change a scenery or is it some sort of vibe that people aren't really admitting to themselves? We live in a country right now that is beholden to theocracy and oligarchy. And it's very, very frustrating for people. Let's that have honest. lived here during some good, better yes. times. They've lived here during better times. Yeah. And we have one, I don't know, let's say 30% of our population, 30 to 35 maybe, that feel like we've fallen away from traditional American values, right? Which would be? So, well, they're... Because that's important. When we say tra tradcon values, traditional conservative American values, what are those values? Well, you just described it. They're traditional conservative... Women in the home. Bible thumpers. It's Bible thumpers. Can Women I say that? Sure. It's Bible thumpers. I think you were one for a while growing up. I was one yeah. growing up. And I can tell you right now... The, if I move to Costa Rica, everyone down there is Catholic. I get it, except that they don't fucking live that way. Exactly. We don't have to fucking live this way. We don't have to define our lives based on invisible men living in the fucking sky. I think wherever you fall on that. Totally. And that's why I asked you that question, because it's funny, because... USA number one, USA number one. And and by virtue of a country that I would live in, I, I, I understand how difficult it is to live in other parts of the world. 80% of the world would be considered abhorrent to most Americans. They wouldn't be Heretical. able to survive a day. Heretical. Um, it would be so difficult for you to wrap your head around that you had 50 cents to spend on food for a family of four, you wouldn't know what to do. You would fold like a lawn chair. Knowing that, I'm not talking about that. I, I know it could be worse. It could be worse. I'm, I'm saying as an American, looking at what's happening now just accelerates that ambition to go, I, you know, if I could make as little money as possible to live in a hut on the beach and be happy, I don't. If if you want Lambos, if you want fucking, you know, 
Patek watches. If you want that, then God bless you. Sure. But realize you're getting caught up in a much bigger umbrella of what this is. And I think it took me at well, 50 years old to realize that. And, and, and what you're talking about is this. Um, it's not manifest destiny necessarily, but. It, no, that's d- something else. But it applies to it because yeah. it applies to economic growth. I mean, the reason we went across the country to San Francisco was to find gold. Yeah. Period. Period. And it was also stake. They were homesteading. So you can get land. Of course. Right. We have gotten so caught up in economic reward as a means of social acceptance. 100%. Um, That's why people fake Insta photos and fake fucking shit. Breaking into other people's Lamborghinis to take a selfie to make themselves. I mean, that's where we are now. It is unprecedented. It's unprecedented. So... We don't manufacture shit anymore. No. We contribute a lot to the tech industry. Uh, Yes, we do. A a huge amount. We are still trendsetters in that. If we had the opportunity to rewind 20, 25 years ago when we had the ability to produce solar panels in retrospect, probably would have been a pretty sick move, guys. Oh, you mean like the Um, entire German population? Yeah. The the ones that are doing... Doing really yeah, well. They're doing fine. Yeah, they're doing great. Um, I'm not shitting on this. That's that's the problem with uh, right wingers and people that are to the right of me. In in just because you criticize what's happening doesn't mean you don't understand and respect the place you're at. I can still be critical right. of this country and still appreciate it and, and love it I'll for say all the positive stuff it's given me. And before we move on to whiskey, I will say this, man. Like we had an opportunity. To not just be this country. We had an opportunity to be the cultural, philosophical. 100%. Uh, we, were the, the, we were the voice of planet Earth. We were the spearhead we were, of yes, what could that's happen. That's a really good way to put it. We, we were what could be. Yeah. We and were now the potential. we're just a pack of assholes yeah. that are looking to denigrate other populations. Sure. Because we don't like them. Yeah, man. They don't look the same as you they have a genitalia that you don't agree with which is which is so weird fucking the world's falling to pieces and you're concentrating on trans yeah i I just i i I, i'm at a loss watching watching crowd boys day after day after day get arrested trying to infiltrate drag queen shows right are you kidding me no no that's what are we doing that's what's important and it's it's sad like they just they're going to have the, I guess, like eight leaders of the Oath Keepers, which were one of the main right-wing white nationalist groups that Trump affiliated himself with. They're actually going to go and testify. And from what I understand, they're going to say, we honestly thought we were going to be part of Trump's security. Yeah. That's what they were told. No, they were promised. They were promised they would be part of Trump's inner circle and his personal security. And it's really as a white important. Nationalist it's really important to remember this as we're coming out of these hearings, the January sixth hearings. As these things kind of come to light, yeah, there were promises made, and there were very, very serious discussions between our White House, mm. our elected president, and members of these groups. Oh, hundred percent. In order to put forth a fucking coup attempt, yeah. To say anything other to the contrary is disingenuous, 
It's bullshit. It's treasonous. Absolutely. That's you, what fucking happened. You can smear Cassidy Hutchinson all you want being people, but she, if you looked, worked eight, I think it was 12 feet away from Donald Trump. And for him to say, I don't know her. I don't know who she is. I've heard very bad things. It's, it's so transparent at this point where I hope, I just hope. And I know all you guys listening, this is preacher preaching to the choir. I saw Tori yesterday and we were, you know, he was riding his bike by my balcony and we talked for a second and he's like, yeah, well, what the fuck when everything else is being fucking, you know, like taken away from us. It's like, we all are feeling the same thing. We all see this shit circling the drain. And this is the most this is the youngest experiment in democracy the world's ever known. Yeah. We are not that old. We've had democracy before. It failed for other reasons. We are about to see this democracy fail. I'm not being hyperbolic. It may not happen in 10 years, but I weep for my daughter. I weep for the youth that are going to inherit the shit show that was created for them with divisiveness, um, with this is we're going to turn into a fiefdom. This is going to literally be the lowest of lows and the highest of highs. That's what we're looking at. There is we hadn't had a middle class in twenty years. It's only going to get worse. I mean, thirty. I mean, when we were kids, we had one, but it started fading I mean, out after Reagan. Yeah, I mean, after eighty four, like it all started to fall apart with Jimmy Carter. You yeah, know, who was a for, Democrat, but for like different for different reasons, reasons for different, but very reasons. similar reasons to what we're dealing with right now. True. You know what I mean? True. But that's not a partisan statement. That's just facts, Bray. Just facts. Just facts, and, Bray. Um, right now we're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. This country's in a lot of trouble. Um, and, I would uh, like to say just vote. Do that. I will do that. You will do that. Encourage everybody you know to do that until we expand the court. I, if we codify row eight, it won't matter. It'll just get up to them and they'll shoot it down. Yep. So I'm feeling very kind of limited. I'm with in you, my buddy. Enthusiasm right now. You know what makes me feel better? I know it makes you feel better. <laughs> that was creepy. I know. It was super <laughs> creepy. I don't know. I feel about We are the whiskey reel. We're the whiskiest of reels and the riskiest of wheels. You know this, man. We are the whiskey reel. We're feeling a little bit doomery. It doesn't matter. We're still on Cloud City. You know, even if there are places built above Cloud City, we'll still be in Cloud City. Looking down on all of you people. And... Not looking down on you on a personal note, just literally looking down on all of you. We love you all. Um, I love when you guys um, come and talk to us off air and uh, lend us your support. It really, really means a lot. We've been doing this for a hot minute. We talk this, but we mostly what we talk about is media and we talk about booze. That's who we are. First and foremost, we do introductions here because we are gentlemen. Number one, you should know Durango has a train. If you haven't heard the train, boy, are you missing something? Hi, because if you've I'm ever, a train. if you've ever had a, <laughs> if you've ever had a conversation on Maine any hour of the day, and you open your mouth and a train horn comes out and you can't hear each other for forty seconds, you're in Durango. Yeah, you know you got here, boo boo. Um. Sitting across from me is 
my mirror image. He's my tails to my heads. He's my brother in arms. This is Mr. Bobbeth Van Noyes of the Tallahassee Van Noises. Across from me. Needs no introduction, but here we go. <laughs> the opposite of Dorian Gray. My friend, Tony Montanus. The general manager of despair. <laughs> yes, oh, so much. Sir Antonio Branderas in uh, the house. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we are here. We're going to get into more fun stuff. We thought we yeah, would we just vomit out that dog shit. No, I know. I mean, this has been such a fucked off week. So, yeah. It's... It's been a long time coming. We we haven't shied away from politics since 16. If you've been with us long enough, we've been doing this for a minute. Uh, we will let you know what we are thinking unabashedly. We will pull no punches. Um, that being said, it's called the whiskey reel. And Ooh. that involves two things. Ooh. Whiskey and movies yeah. or television. Come or on. What have you. What have or you. the interwebs. Stop it. Media. Media bitches. We're media fucks. We're media bitches. Um, we're media cucks. That's, that's, it's on my business card. Um, first and foremost, we are going to talk about the liquid that is in our glass that is slowly allowing ice to dilute it. Bobby, talk to me. Okay, so I think we did this in an earlier iteration of the Whiskey Reel. Maybe Many moons ago. A couple years ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. As you guys may or may not know, we are not the biggest fans of scotch in the world. I think we are more American whiskey bourbon rye guys when it comes to our spirits. think that scotch needs to be discussed, though. For sure. And we've done scotches on the we program. Have. And we've done uh, Japanese whiskey. For we've sure. Done, yeah, for sure. We, for we sure. try for to sure. touch on things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is a spirit that I find to be one of the most wonderful blended scotches on the market, if not the most wonderful. It is a very lightly malted, slightly toasted, slightly peaty, slightly caramelled little whiskey called Monkey Shoulder, the original. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this blended, beautiful whiskey? Um, It's funny because we were walking around the old... Wagon Wheel, as we are wont to do before the podcast. Sponsor of the program, Wagon Wheel. We love them. Um, Seth Bass was there. And if you know Seth Bass, then you know him. If you don't, he's not really rememberable. We were <laughs> walking wow. around the halls of justice looking for a new liquid to put inside of our face holes. And... We've talked about monkey shoulder over the course of talking about our low bar and high yes. bar to build. So we thought, okay, great little fucking callback. Kind of let's yeah. re let's revisit this. I haven't had monkey shoulder in a minute. You called it the best blended whiskey. It's not. Well, the um, best blended scotch. <laughs> scotch. It's not. But okay. Okay. there's much what... more expensive blended yes. scotches that are much better. For 30 um, bucks. I'm saying at this <laughs> price point. You're definitely in the one to three range, in my opinion. If you like something a little bit more scotchy, even Johnny Black. Yeah, Johnny is, Black, of is, course. Is scotchier than this. The reason why I think you like it and I like it is the fact that you drink it, it's definitely whiskey, and then you get scotch. Yes. It's whiskey first, scotch second. Most scotches, it's 
Scotch first, Scotch second. Yes. Scotch third, <laughs> whiskey fourth. And and like, Johnny Johnny falls in that. It category. does. It's very yeah. much more scotch forward. And what I mean by that is the peatiness. Um, it's the mash bill that it presents itself. Very aggressive, very, very attacking. So on the attack, you get peat, 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 middle, and then it settles down towards the back. And then the peat jumps up af- after you breathe it out after yeah. a sip. Monkey shoulders weird, man. Like they managed to get a, a fucking uh, complete production. That's it's. <laughs> I call it. I call it. I was talking to Bobby about this. I think we agree on this. I wish this is the first scotch everybody tasted. Yeah, this has scotch elements to it, but it is so firmly rooted in whiskey first. Whiskey first, right? It's got the caramel. It's got the peat. It's got the high tones to it. It's got the. Um, Brightness and citrus, very top heavy scotch for me. It's not like bottom, like no, 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 like no. bourbon. This it's is very a more treble. Fr- and this is a more, more fruity, citrusy 100%, scotch than man. you're used to. Absolutely, I but it's a great introduction into it. It's how much did we pay for this? I don't know, thirty ish, dude. That's yeah. bananas for something of this quality. This is something that bourbon drinkers could switch out. It doesn't sipping. taste like bananas though. Just because it's called Monkey Shoulder, it has no banana notes to it. Okay, would you <laughs> would you toss in a ninety nine nanners into the Monkey Shoulder? Just uh, just as a sh- shits and giggles, a little accentuate it. I'm just saying, just give it a little. Don't mm. don't do that. No, don't do don't that. do that. Um, neat, phenomenal, diluted. I actually rather have it neat. I think it it carries itself well. It's got big fat balls, and it should wear them well. I'm actually right there with you. Yeah, man. Um, we tried it both ways. I think this is a better neat whiskey. Mm. It has a tendency to lose its body. Like it, yeah, it does. It's it gets makes, wispy. Delusion makes it go away. Yeah, it makes it become ephemeral. And it's it's space side, so you already know that it's going to oh. be. Less PD. On the lighter. It's going to be on the more citrus driven. Yep. But to get something of this quality for 30 bucks, it's a bitchin' bottle. It's got three little fucking like pewter monkeys on the outside of the bottle. It's a sexy bottle to give to somebody. It looks hella expensive, but it's not. It's not. Um, It's a beautiful fucking scotch, though. Even for the uninitiated. This is what I'm saying. If you're bourbon drinkers, if you got a group of friends at once a month or whatever, you get together and you have a few sips of whiskey and you play pool or whatever, throw this into the rotation. This will fuck everybody up because it'd be like, what the fuck is this? And then I literally a finger later, they're going to be asking what the fuck this is and can I have more? Can I have more? Every single person will do that. Yeah. It's so hyper approachable as a scotch. It's hard to kind of equivocate what what how approachable it is i mean would you say that the closest thing like from a price quality blah 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 standpoint would probably be doers uh, what, what did we talk about earlier this, this is scotch this is a master crafted doers yes this is just good doers this is 
great doers. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great doers. I mean, it's great doers. It's yeah. it's really well made. The coloring is totally different. If you put a doers next to this, doers looks almost like fucking Sauvignon Blanc next to this. Fucking this looks bottle. like Woodford Reserve. It looks next like to yeah, it's got a beautiful golden weeded Just color. Caramel. It's, it's and, so beautiful. Yeah. The the oaking is there. You understand what you're drinking. But there's just enough peatiness and scotchiness to it where you kind of like take a breath. You drink it and then you're like, oh, it's whiskey. And then you go, wait a minute. No, it's pretty this scotchy. Is scotch. <laughs> and But you're torn. You know what I mean? It's almost like what Japanese whiskey is where it's it's almost like an ode to scotch. It's a beautiful yeah. product. And Bobby unlike, brought it up on the low bar. It was It's a great pick, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we like this. It really is. Yeah. I think it's a buy. This is a this is a as buy. far as blended scotches go. This is my buy. This is what yeah, I and do. I think we can get up. We can probably talk to Blakey Poo about the whole blended versus single malt. I think it's a bunch of nothing. Um, in fun. my opinion, I, I think if it tastes good, it tastes good. Those single malt guys, they're guys. And if you've ever hung out with single malt guys, they're kind of douchebags for a number of reasons. They're not guys. They're bros. They're bros. And we don't do Are we bros. talking khakis and nine holes we on don't, Thursday we don't at do lunch? Bros. Are we doing nine holes on Thursday, brother? I mean... Are we doing nine holes? Unless we got time for a solid fucking 18, buddy. <sighs> then we'll fucking suck wrap it out. Cock. Um, <laughs> sorry. I have no fucking patience for those guys. If you know me... <sighs> don't bring so, khakis or fucking three doors down around me. That's I'll say I'm this. Saying. This is a whiskey that I would enjoy again. But we are going to talk about things that we would never, ever, ever. enjoy again. Ever. Forever, ever? Yeah, we, we were talking. We've been liking what we've been doing. Hopefully, if you give us feedback, we'll be able to tell you whether or not we're going to continue. Something we've been enjoying doing a lot was taking, not just talking about media, not just talking about movies, because it is the whiskey reel, and reel is like movie reels, even though it's all digital now, it really doesn't matter. We talk about movies. Bobby and I both watch way too many movies. That's kind of why we got here. Uh, we were, And I brought it up to Bobby. Initially, it was like, because I'm so fucking doomered on this episode, my thought was, wouldn't it be fun to talk about movies that make you angry? And then Bobby is like, what about movies that make you despondent or despair? And I was like, okay. And then it finally got boilerplated down to what movies would you only watch once? And they were good. Not you watched a movie and it sucked and you wouldn't watch it again. What movies were really good or really powerful, but you're never going to watch them again because they were either too like, brutal to watch by virtue of violence or 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 something like that or like the pain of watching it or it's a movie that it was good like the subject matter wasn't your shit you could acknowledge that it was good but you're never gonna watch this movie again that was kind of what we came to so what was some of the first ones you said which were kind of funny well we have to get Two movies out of the way immediately because they are the two movies that these are the benchmarks. These are the benchmarks. Never watch again. Never watching this twice. Yeah. Um, and I can tell you right now, I've never seen either of these movies twice. Sure. Schindler's List. Truth. And Requiem for a Dream. I'm gonna bend a little bit. I saw it twice. Okay. That's fair. 
That's but it fair. was only because I I don't know. I was going through something. You probably were showing it to someone. And that's that's And that's is that a caveat? That's the caveat. All right. All right. Is I Does wanna that count? Sh- I wanna show it to someone, I will watch it again. But those are two movies that I think roundly most people would Dude, agree with. Do you know what that would is town amount to? Showing that movie to somebody is almost like I found a body in the woods. Yeah. And Let's I want go check you to see it. No, I already saw it. I want you, <laughs> you to just, deal with this yeah. now, too. Yeah. That's kind of what these movies are, right? Yeah. It's stand like Stand By Me. They're so crazy. Film watching yeah. perspective. Yeah. So what do we come up with? Um, there was You said a weird one in the beginning. Oh, okay. Which was Gravity. <sighs> yeah. So explain that. Okay, so... Let me talk about Gravity for a second. Um, brilliant cast. Yeah. Clooney, Sandra Bullock. Both all the money in the world. Phenomenal fucking actors. One of my favorite directors of all time. Alfonso Cuaron is a goddamn Phenomenal. G. Yeah. Like, that guy's made some of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life. That movie is so stressful. Not it's only... anxiety. Well, and not just the mental anxiety... There's a physical component to that right. movie. It makes you physically kind of sick watching it. Is that a testament to the filmmaker? Yes. The fact that it's of, driving you to the point of insanity. 100%. Of course okay. it is. Quaron is a genius. But I don't want to fucking go through that experience again. again. Yeah, dude. Like that experience of just watching. It was rough. Watching him just float off oh into my nothingness. God. Oh my spoiler God. alert. <laughs> Doesn't end happily. Sorry. There will be no spoiler alerts you know, during no, no. this conversation. But you way. said what I'm saying. Like yeah. it, it just, it, it's not just an emotional roller coaster. It, right. it physically makes me right. ill. Right. No, I got you. I, I, yeah, yeah. that's, to elicit that kind of response is what I'm talking about. It's this isn't just movies I didn't like. This is something that was so like powerfully like generated these powerful feelings that I don't want to go through that again. I don't want to literally do it I don't want to do this again. Yep. Um I had um I made a joke, I said birth of a nation. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, not funny, but not funny fun, in context. Obviously, nobody wants to watch that again. Um, there was a couple that came right to mind. I thought of, initially after Schindler's, I thought of um, a movie that's widely regarded as a fantastic movie and kind of a love affair for the critics, okay. which was Joaquin Phoenix and Her. That, yes. That, I don't need to ever see that again. That is a, that I think is an I got incredibly it. challenging movie. I thought I got it. I and think I get it. Yeah. What are you going to gain? From watching that a from second time. There was no time. like Easter eggs. No. Or. No. no. We, talked to, we talked to our buddy Tom. He was at the bar when we were putting together this list. And I brought up Hereditary. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I can never watch that again. I'm like, I've seen that six times since oh, yeah. it came out. There's so much nuance in that movie. And it's so fucking beautifully done how dare you only watch that one time there's those movies where you're just like i have to find out what the fucking but, puzzle but don't is. you kind of see where he's coming from with that i do i do because like, it do. is uh, and not and this goes back to the gravity thing hereditary has a visceral response because of that 
oh. low guttural Ugh. music score that oh my god it was all is, deep brown notes yeah brown it was notes. all brown notes brown notes through the yeah. whole movie, through the whole man. movie like it all you're you trying to do while you're watching the movie is not poop yourself <laughs> and maybe you do and then i don't maybe i, do. I hope you can like, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of ari aster yes. one movie you brought up midsummer midsummer do you need to watch that again why would I need to watch that? Again? <laughs> the only reason now, I'm going to watch that again is because Rex hasn't seen it. So I will do a flyby watch. So back to the caveat. All right. I have another reason. It's weird that I'm bringing this up because I'm the one that says don't ever watch it twice. But <laughs> Ari Aster does so much amazing cinematographic work. Yeah, dude, he's with, crazy. Like with that faces shit. appear. Yeah, in the we're tree in the fucking backline. Yeah, dude. I mean, there are haunting fucking moments in that movie dude. that you're not gonna see the first time. Easter egg. Ari Aster is an Easter egg hound. Yes. dude, he did it with and, every movie he's ooh, done. He's Matt, a bad. There boy. are moments in that movie that you have to see again. Where you're like, did I just see this? Also, I never want to see. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I brought up some other ones. Two of my Bobby had a really good one. I'll bring up in a second. Two of mine that I brought up right away were uh, Enter the Void, oh. which every stoner in the world knows this fucking movie. But do I need to watch somebody go through reincarnation through the uterus and die and no? Go- no. Was it? No. Was it an amazing no. cinematic yes. cinematic experience the first time? Yes. A hundred percent. It was beautiful. Put it away. Put it away, dog. <laughs> <laughs> put that fat crank away. Put you know what away. I mean? Yeah. Um, another one which Great I put on a, a category of uncomfortability I've not felt in a lot of movies um, was dealing with rape, and it was irreversible. Oh, um, Guess it was no. brilliant. Monica Bellucci is a better person than I am um, for putting herself through that performance. It was devastating. I will devastating. never watch that movie again. It broke my heart the first time. And uh, I could never even mention it to the women in my life. I think it is yeah. so devastating. I know that Gaspar watch. is a fucking phenomenal filmmaker. Yes. And that objectively is a phenomenal artistic expression. It did its job. Holy God, is that movie hard to watch? Is is that an awful act? I mean, if you never thought that was an awful act. At about minute 4, I'm crying so hard that yeah. I'm like, okay, is, I, I I will never watch that again. I never need to see this again. Um I get what you're doing. Yeah. But holy fuck. Fuck yourself. You broke my heart. You broke Thank my heart. You. Um, One you brought up, which was interesting, really, really, really interesting to me, was you brought up a movie because the twist in it was so ratchet, like because it was the ultra twist, you will never watch it again because the twist was the movie. And once you find it out, we can't watch it again, which is Sixth Sense. Yeah. You were like, once you find out. What's the point? Why okay. watch it again? Okay, unless uh, you're gonna try to pick up little exactly. Dog shit. I would backtrack just a little bit okay. to say I could rewatch it only to 
pick up on the things that I missed right. going through it the first time. Okay. You know That's what I mean? That's fair. And just be like, oh, shit, how did I miss that? They fucking told me. You exactly. Know I mean? and, and I can understand a rewatch only because, like, nobody ever looks at uh, fucking Bruce Willis. Right. Like, there's these moments where you're like, okay, okay. But, but those you, films have a tendency to just dissipate because... Yeah. That's the whole point was getting to that moment. And the moment is everything. You know what I mean? The moment's everything. To be honest, it's a cum shot. It is a money shot. It is a money shot. Par excellence. Yeah. yeah everything brother. that happened before. Doesn't eh, matter. One Doesn't matter. Just foreplay, bitches. <laughs> that was all. <laughs> but no, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's a great film. I think it's Shyamalan's best film by a thousand miles. Um, Yeah. Unbreakable he, is the only thing that even he gets close. shit on so much, and he's so easy to shit on. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed the village. A lot of people didn't like it. I thought it was really clever. Would you um, watch it again? Have you seen it more than once? I did. I saw it twice. Okay. I want to make sure I knew what I was seeing. I thought the intent was really, really clever, and it was really well acted. That's very what well fucking acted. helps. Very well acted. Whereas old, come suck my dick. Grace um, Howard is a goodbye. fucking landmark. Um, I love her. Lady in the Water, I thought is a fantasy fairy tale for children. I showed that to I showed that to my daughter. We can agree to disagree okay. on that one. Um, <laughs> you hate all of them. God awful fucking movie. I'm going to bring up another one. Sling Blade, bitches. Okay. So why? You're talking about an Academy Award winning film across the board. Yeah. Would you ever watch that fucking... One of John Ritter's last performances, mm -hmm. who, by the way... Brilliant actor. Fucking G. He's a G. It's fucking Landmark. Jack... Landmark. Landmark. Jack Tripper, bitches. Landmark. That movie is so well done. It's so well performed. Yes. It is so well thought out. And unwatchable. And I never want to see it again. <laughs> I never want to see that fucking movie again. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, I love it. These movies exist, man. They exist, like, but you watch them once. And that, yeah, I okay. saw that in the theater, and I've never even no, thought I've never for even a thought second about, about watching again. that shit again. Fuck that shit. Loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I know. Never want to never see watch it again. It again. Never I got three more for okay, you. Bring it. All right. I'm gonna end on one we didn't talk about. Oh, okay. I'm gonna okay. crawl like up your this. ass like on this, this one. Next one on my list, not a very well-known film by virtue of like mass media, but it couldn't be. This is on par with like Old Yeller. This is on par with where it is so fucking sad that you can't. I'm not talking about like Girl with the Red Balloon, which could be Jesus construed as that. Yeah. I'm talking uh, Boy with the Striped Pajamas. Jesus Christ. Which is a literal work of art. It is beautifully shot. Not not a lot of movies were shot this beautifully. Um, the subject matter? Harrowing. <laughs> um, I don't know how a director like or a writer writes this. Then a screenplay, then a director and the and the person involved, and then they get all the <clears throat> I don't know how you dive into this world for three years. I, I just don't. I yeah, don't know how I don't you do either. this. I, I think, I'll put it this way. This should be your third movie. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. 
This shouldn't be how you introduce yourself to the world. To the world. That should be your third movie. You might want to like And your it. second movie, <laughs> damn well should have been fucking it Guardians be of the D- Galaxy. Dodgeball 2. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, know what I mean? mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Ben Schwarmer's 3. Cool. My brother way, way back when actually was the reason I even know this movie exists. It is punishing. punishing. It breaks your heart and it's beautiful. Um, But don't ever watch it twice. Second. Bring it. That out of the three. We will agree, A24, oh, A24, how we love you. You're the girl at the bar that's so fucking sexy and interesting, and every time we take you home, you have some weird condition where you have to leave right at the point of, like, getting intimate. Like, oh, my God, I have fucking, I have... You know, therapy in an hour. You're like, well, it's 1 a.m. You're like, exactly. Exactly. And then you walk out the door. (laughs) We don't know what happens. Um, (laughs) This is one of those movies. I will benchmark and say that this is the reason why I like Robert Pattinson. Um, He was so amazing in this, working opposite one of the best actors of our generation or the last um, if Willem Dafoe isn't considered one of the best actors in the last 50 years, we all should wow. fucking think about what we've done with our lives. Come on. This is The Lighthouse. I'm never watching it again. Eggers. Eggers. We could have chosen. And I'll throw in the fucking Northman yeah, while we're in say, this. We could have chosen any number of Eggers movies. Jesus. <laughs> that are so amazing and upon beautiful. Watch. I'm never going to watch The I'm Witch I'm never again. watching that again. I'm never watching The Witch again. I'm I've never watched The Witch three times. I'm never watching The Light. Really? I loved it. There was something about that movie. I love it There was something too. about The Witch that hit different than these other movies. Right. It felt more concise. Right. It felt more like a complete story. It's his best movie. Lighthouse. It's his light, best movie. Lighthouse was an amorphous blob of character study. Yes. Um... And it was, it, he has watched right? so much David Lynch. Oh god! And he's watched David Lynch, and I think like a lot of De Laurentiis. Yeah, right. <laughs> just yeah. saying. Wow, dog. that's actually. Real, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, that's dude. actually insightful. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. I never, never, ever, ever, ever need to see the lighthouse again. But it was fucking phenomenal. The performances was, I were loved transcendent. Every second of it. Okay. And then I put it away. I've never watched it. I put it away. I've got the big stinger on you. This is my last of my brood. All right. This is an Academy Award winning. Ooh. Best okay. film. Okay. Best film. And there's a lot of them. But now Schindler's. Go list. try to watch The Doctor again. Suck my dick. There's a lot of Academy Award winning films that we like to like. You know, go down on ourselves and put our own genitalia in our mouths and think we're so fucking cool. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. This movie was fine. It's one of my favorite people on the planet, too, who's so in my genre and in my mind. And I appreciate everything this man does. But if you want to go watch The Shape of Water again, you can suck my dick. That is a one timer if I've ever ever seen a one-timer that i'm never watching that movie again i've seen it twice see what i'm saying who did you show it to uh you were trying to get laid right you know who i showed it to (laughs) it was guillermo del toro one of my faves 
one of our faves. Dude. We love him. Dude. But I'm going to just say, for the sake of honesty and transparency. Okay. That's fine. Yes, I saw it twice. I don't need to see that movie. Like Ever. It, Why? It some of the performances are so fucking over the top and profound and fun that they're great. It's fun to watch. Michael Shannon is a <laughs> goddamn ridiculous when is genius. My, let me When you, is his Oscar? Would coming? you like to see Michael Shannon in a comedy? Yes. How bad would you like to see him in like a dumber dumber Sort Anything. of situation. I mean, the closest thing he's ever done is that bicycle movie he did with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, my God. I can't. I forgot that existed. It's not as bad as you think. <laughs> it's like shitty quicksilver. And by the way, I'll watch that movie before I watch <laughs> before Shape I watch of Water, Water again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Fuck you guys. Hey guys, you can reach out to the Whiskey Reel at 970-426-5344. Pick a pussy lane. 970-426-5344. Fucking asshole. Swear to God. Every time. Every time. Uh, Reach out to us long form at whiskeyreel at gmail.com. No one's going to do that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, nobody emails anymore. All of our social is Whiskey Real, other than Instagram, which is the Whiskey Real. Well, how about this? I know it's hard to write an email. By the way, nobody does that. Nobody, um, nobody does that. Maybe you can airdrop something. <laughs> At the very least, if you did a quick, like, recorded message, like, phone to text like sure. voice to text just say some dumb shit and send it like that's your best bet and we're gonna get you on man we're gonna get you on trust me i know sometimes no one wants to be on the whiskey room. well we nobody look but. even with even with high subs on like different channels they don't get a lot of engagement they get a lot of comments because they'd like to pontificate but they don't really get a lot of engagement by virtue of the content. Sure. So we never take it personally. No. We understand you guys yeah. are knuckle dicks. We get it. We get it. <laughs> knuckle dicks. <laughs> um, that being okay. said, this is where we hold true to our media. I've already told you there's no good music right now. I looked. And it sucks ass. Yeah. Unless I went to some obscure fucking Connecticut band playing basements that I've never heard of. And I've never heard of them. I look, guys, I look every week to try to bring something that's super exciting. This only feeds into my doomer shit. I couldn't find a 
goddamn thing that made sense this week. Um, All right. Well, do you have anything? Let's talk. Let's talk about film for a second. Flim. Um, a little flim. Little flim. Um, there is this actress who I have the biggest fucking. <laughs> this is crush why on. we're talking about that. No, I have. I just love You're her. You're in love with her. I'm in love with her. Like I'm literally in love with this woman. Okay, talk to me, boss. Um, she has put out some of her name is Mika or Micah Monroe. I I, I don't no know clue. if it's Mika, but it's M A I K A. Micah. Micah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Monroe has been in movies like It Follows. Love it. She's, One of my favorite horror yeah, movies in the last the lead, 10 years. The lead character. Oh, that's her? That's Micah. Badass. Um, my favorite by far that she's ever done is called The Guest. Ooh. Which is an so good. Adam Wingard film. So good. With Dan Stevens, who also uncomfortably turns me on in that movie because... He's the most like charming, murderous fucking. Do you know why he turns you on? I don't know. Cause... Because he is tiny Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he's also just got this like ridiculous blue eyes and jawline. It and is happens to be diet also Tom Hardy. Yeah, and he, and he also happens to be terrifying. Yeah, and fucking like oh, charming that guy. at the same time. I thought I was thinking no, about the, uh, the. I was thinking about the one where the, the. Sorry, the guest is a different guy. He looks like Hayden Christensen if he was good looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. for sure, for sure. No, he's a very, very handsome, talented guy. And the guest, if you guys haven't seen him, it's Adam, fantastic. Adam Wingard is just a fucking yeah, yeah. terrific a fucking director. Um, you're next. And the guest being probably his two best properties. Fantastic films. Um, so, anyways, um, make Micah, Micah Monroe. Micah. Um, she put out a new film called the um, called Watcher. Oh, I haven't watched this yet. It's ironically called the Watcher. It's called Watcher, it. and it is. Is it good? Fucking good, man. Hell it yeah. is really good. It is suspenseful, and it is well acted, and. It's it's just a really good add to her, you know, her resume. I guess nice. is the way I would put it. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched it yet. She has I, kind I, of I've become like it. our modern day scream queen in okay. a way. I feel you. But she chooses her properties so well. Like she's, I have to think she's a very smart young woman. Besides, Dude, you being, are so in love right I'm now. So I, I'm I, looking at his eyes, uh, guys, and he is. Oh. He is swooning. I swoon over her. You she is super hot. She is super talented. Nice. And she just makes really fun choices. Well, and it, Watcher it, is one of those films. It, it's nothing that you've never seen before necessarily. Right, right, right. right. Um, but it's but still fun. Very, very fun. And some really, really cool um, visual stuff that they do with that movie. Nice. Yeah, it's good. Um, well, you brought up one of my favorite films in the last 10 years, which is It Follows. That's all I needed to hear. Well, um, it's Jesus one of the best Christ. horror movies made. Great movie. Um, By the way, do you know that some people abhor, hate, I know, di- disparage that movie? I know. They do the same thing with Midsummer. They do the same thing. Some, some people have very, very tiny brains, and their attention span is very... If it's not Lego Batman, they they shut down. 
They I'm need sorry that stimuli. she's not in Scream 3. Yeah, thanks. But um, uh, this is actually way better. This All is of the movies. Black Pill Doomer episode. So yeah, fucking, we're sad. So we're just sad. suck off and die. So yeah, um, Watcher. I haven't seen that yet. I'm Michael Monroe. Really, really fucking right, cool let's go. movie. It's let's go. Let's go, Bubba. It's on streaming right now, so check Speaking it out. Speaking of movies you watch one time, after this podcast, I'm going to leave and watch her. <gasps> Not her, but him. The opposite of her. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? The A24 film. Oh, yeah. It's going to be men. Men. Well, her, him, men. I know what you're saying. You know what I mean. I'm going to watch that right after this. So I'm very excited. Alex Garland film, who is fucking fabulous. It's going to be spooky pants, uncomfortable, never watch again. I have heard never watch again. (laughs) <laughs> associated with this film already. I understand. Yeah. But I'm going to watch it. Um, that it, actor that plays all those different roles is oh yeah. fantastic, by the way. He's the same filmmaker that did uh, Ex Machina, which... Super underrated. One of the best sci-fi... Um, In the last 20 years. I call them almost like sci-fi introspectives. Like, Interesting. I like, the, that. They're, they're I like these, that. They're these movies that involve sci-fi that, that want to challenge you to, okay, what are we actually doing do you with know our what, technology? Do you know what I fucking would put on par with that is Black Mirror. Yes. As far as introspective sci-fi. Very that's much. That's what you're going to call it. Very much. I think that's in that genre. Yes, it okay. is. It is. Um, right. I mean, I mean, it goes back to like Blade Runner, like back in mm. the old days, like... This film about like, well, what are we actually doing? What are we doing? What does it mean to be human? 100%. What does that actually mean? I think this is going to be. Ex Machina actually maybe does it better than Blade Runner. Ex Machina is real deal, dog. Um, That'll make you sit in. And I will watch that movie multiple times. Yeah, bro. So a lot. And I have. Because that girl girl fine. See? (laughs) You see where Bobby ends up on the side of the fence. Um, I watched a movie. Speaking of Ex Machina, I watched a movie with one of my new favorite actors, uh, Oscar Isaac, in a movie that went under the radar in 2021. And now I know why. Um, it was with Tiffany Haddish, plays his love interest. It's called The Card Counter. Yeah. And I thought this was going to be kind of like a rounders. Um, I knew it would be more introspective in a case study, in a character study. He plays this wild, way out fucking... It's hard to explain. What I'm going to tell you, if you like action-packed movies if you like movies that are like bam 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 don't watch this if you want to see something that is i don't want to call it i don't want to call it like a tour de force of acting but oscar isaac is a really good actor man so um i know we blew him over moon knight I know he has done nothing but good work since he has been. If you watch the Llewellyn fucking bullshit, the Bob Dylan shit, if you watch that, this man is amazingly talented. He is 
he he's one of those few guys on the screen where he is so magnetic. You watch nothing but him. Yep. When he's on camera, he's no amazing. I have to stop Rex from telling me that's her hall pass. Um, over and over again. Um, <laughs> this movie though felt like it was a character study in PTSD and how that relates to um. Um, weird OCD. Um, it was an interesting character study, but if you're looking for something that is not high beat, like I was thinking rounders, ocean 11, I was thinking like, do, 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 he's going to, do, 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 there's none of that. Um, this is a damaged dude that got, gets into gambling hardcore to accomplish a mission and it ends in a weird way. And um, but he's wonderful. Tiffany Haddish did a great job. The kid that was in the zombie Boy Scout movie, I forget his name. He's good though. He's a good kid. He's he's learning his chops. It's interesting. Scorsese was involved. Fine. Um last well, but not least, Umbrella Academy for all the shit that fucking series has taken was fucking dope as shit. I just completed the third season, and go fuck yourself if you don't like that. You don't like fun stuff. Uh, before we wrap up, I have one Tiffany Haddish um, mention. Yeah, um, what? I finally got around to watching the unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, did you see that? Nicholas Cage, Cage. And Tiffany How was Haddish. It? I'm kind of hesitant. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. How Don't was it? Be hesitant. It's it's fun. Everything that you want it to Cray. be. Great. Okay, that's all I wanted it's, to hear. It, I we're gonna I, do. I an wasn't update planning on, that. on talking about this, but you brought up Tiff, and because uh, he Tiff, calls her, yeah, he calls her Tiff. She's Tiff to me. Yeah. Um, friend of the podcast, Tiff Haddish. Yeah. Um, we call her T Had. My little, my little Hattie. <laughs> um, no, seriously, that movie is so much fun, dude. I can't wait. I mean, I, I was kind of hesitant. Don't be okay. hesitant. Okay, okay. Jump headlong into the unbearable weight of massive talent. <laughs> yeah, it is it. absurd and profoundly weird. Super fun and so much fun. Good. And Nicholas Cage delivers a performance. Um, I hope he never makes another movie. He's going to make 47 no, movies he's, he's next year. No, he's already made 30 <laughs> movies by the end of this podcast. He's got a gambling thing. I understand. I, 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 that's all I understand. Um, but I wish I wish he would retire on that movie. Because it is, he's not going to do anything better. So him. He's not going to do anything better. That's what's up. Um, guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. We're going to get to a little part we call our pearls of wisdom, which is more appropriately <laughs> or clutch your pearls of wisdom. I know you, you struggled through that. It was no, no, no. I had to burp midway. It was really uncomfortable. It's the booch. The, the booch makes me burp. The boochies dude. make you burp. I've had one boochie and I've been burping for like, an hour. No, all of a sudden you have stomach enzymes. <laughs> no, <laughs> listen, they're not a sponsor. Hopefully they will be. I've been taking this thing called Athletic Greens. 
dude. Yeah. This shit is 75 components of everything you need in your life. One of those, but it's dope, dude. Dope. It's yeah. dope as fuck. Um, I'll talk to you after the party. They don't sponsor us, so fuck you, EG. Um, just saying. Let's let's clutch. Okay. Go ahead. Are you ready? No. But that's why I'm <laughs> that's why I'm gonna make you go first. I was trying to push it on you and then you push it on me. Um guys, it's a doomery black pilled world. It's hard not to be really pissed off all the time. Um, everybody I talk to at the end of the conversation after like, how's your family doing? What's going on? It ends with, can you believe what's happening with this? That's literally every conversation I'm having. And yeah, I get it. You get it. How do we fix it? I don't have an answer. What I am going to say is I am going to be leaving America in six years. To go to a different America. And I hope you guys do well with who you are and what you do. I love this country. I love its people. This is my family and my friends. But I am not going to sit around and watch what's about to happen. I'm just not. I will still record. I will still do everything I need to do. Because God damn it, I'm a professional. But man, I'm not going to see the shit go down the shitter like this. I'm just not. So... I love you. You can write. You can email. Carry your pigeon. You can do whatever you need. But if you're not tired of this and not willing to do something about it, then, man, I'll sit back and watch the world burn with you. Um, If we're all ready to sit and fight, come talk to me. I'm willing to sit and fight with you. But I haven't met those people yet. I like it. Um, I will sum this up a little bit. I am going to start working on expanding the universe of the Whiskey Real podcast. And I'm doing this for a reason because I think we deserve to be heard by more and more and more and more people. So we are going to expand what we do here. Aaron and I have talked about, we have, we have some pretty definitive plans about what we want this to look like ultimately. So I'm going to take a step in the next few weeks and there are going to be two whiskey real podcasts dropping a week. One of which will be my new podcast, which is called whiskey real presents. I don't really know exactly what I'm going to call it yet. I think I do, but I'm not hundred percent sure. But anyways, this is going to be a more personal one-on-one interview format Aaron's going to be on that podcast with me. Of course, Sean, Blake, Jackie, all these people that you guys know and love. Tiny Tom. Tiny Tom. Uh, there's a lot of fucking people that are yeah, dying to do this. Um, we're going to talk film. We're going to talk cinema in a much more in-depth way than we do now. Intimate. Intimate, but also very, very fun. And I think you guys are going to love it. So buckle up. Um, I'm guessing this is July 1st as we record and I think by mid month episodes will start dropping on Thursdays. So you're going to get two times the whiskey, real content that you're used to word. And that's a beautiful thing. I I'm going to have another announcement in a couple weeks um, regarding our umbrella that I've been thinking about. So 
We're going to do the Whiskey Reel. We're going to do the Whiskey Reel Presents. Bobby's undisclosed name, <laughs> um, which will be super fun. It's going to be it's going to be an in-depth one on one. It's going to be at the end of the bar talk um, that you guys love and we love. It'll be beautiful. So fuck these people. <laughs> Have you ever instantly regretted an offensive tweet that you posted about trans athletes? <laughs> I know I have. Modern attitudes towards modern issues are so confusing. Do that one more time. I know I have. Modern attitudes towards modern... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I snorted. Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> Tip of the unique, tongue, the roof of the mouth, the lips, and the teeth. Unique New York. Okay. I know I have. Modern attitudes towards modern issues are so confusing. There's got to be a better way. I am constantly getting canceled. Ha! Ah, introducing Virtue Signal, a new mobile provider that in... <laughs> provider... <laughs> You're good. <sighs> Thanks, Zach. Introducing Virtue Signal, a new mobile. F- <laughs> <laughs> the arsonist had oddly shaped feet. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta release this. Oh yeah. Um, introducing Virtue Signal, a new mobile provider. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is all going at the after credits. Yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> a new mobile. Pro- <laughs> okay. Game face. Game, Come on. Game Come face. On. Game face. A new mobile provider that instantly turns Let's your. Start all the way at the beginning. It's way too hard to edit that way. All right. Introducing Virtue Signal, a new mobile provider that instantly. <laughs> you. Sorry. You're good. You're good. Okay, Aaron. Aaron. Aaron! (sighs) Introducing Virtue Signal, a new mobile provider that instantly turns your vile words into a social media post that will make you look like a virtuous social warrior. Yeah! (laughs) I I can work with that. Okay. I think we can do that. I think that looks good. You mean, I can make a post about critical race theory and not have to face the inevitable and much-deserved consequences? And that's not all, my friend. You can tweet about the human rights violations of furries if you want to. And as an additional feature, Virtue Signal can automatically change your avatar to accommodate any audience. I feel so much better about interacting on social media with Virtue Signal. You are going to be on the right side of history for once. Let Virtue Signal cancel your hate. God, that was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, we got it, though. We got it. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it.